Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love. And we're in Soul Talk. And thank you for being here with us. Uh, it has been a while since I haven't done um, a Soul Talk. I was passing family issues. And uh, letting go of many things. And uh, my mother died. And I was needing to get time for me to understand what it was going on with me first. So I can understand what it was the energies and so forth. What it was going on. And there are many things that are being changing inside that has been also been observing outside of me because that's how it works usually. And I more than have the pleasure to have someone that I respect a lot and love a lot for being the first one in this 2023. The first one that we have a great conversation. 22. Oh my God, are you already about to more? Oh, you really are speeding up. <laughs> Gosh, you have to slow down, slow down, Monica. <laughs> and it's Maria and Sabina. That's okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for having you, uh, uh, having this great conversation with you. Thank it's you always for inviting me. And please let us know what are you been uh, hearing, observing, uh, messages that you've been um, receiving for all of us for what is coming in February, because it's very, very interesting this time. Well, first, I want to say my deepest condolences to you on the passing of your mom. And um, may she ever, you know, forever remain in your heart and stay connected to you through your heart, through love. And and now she's your guardian angel watching over you. Yes. Thank you. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, this is uh, 2022. If you look at those numbers, you know, that two, zero, two, two. Um, besides getting into the thing on February, because I'll get to that in a moment, I want to mention that 2022, what that represents. Um, we are in a six-year, numer- numerologically speaking, um, from nu- from numerology. Um, we have, we look at the two, the zero is zero, but the zero is the womb. It's the great potential of where something can begin being birthed out. So the two is the divine feminine, the divine mother. And in the tarot, when we look at the tarot, the number two is the high priestess. It's the intuitive goddess, you know, um, the nurturer, the mother, the feminine. Um, that zero, as I said, represents the womb. It's where potential can be birthed out of. And then you have that other two and then that other two. So when you add the two to two, it comes to a six. That number six, when we look at it, 
if you look at it from the tarot standpoint, um, it is the lover's card in the uh, major arcana. And not only does it represent the lovers as in, let's say, your soulmate or your twin flame, but it's also the lovers within ourselves of our own masculine and feminine coming together. So um, the six, I see it as the embodiment of the heart. You know, because in numerology, the six represents the heart. It represents um, peace and harmony. It represents family. Um, It represents health. So we have a lot going on with that. Um, And then that too, as I said, you know, the divine mother, the intuitive essence within us that we can tap into. Uh, And, you know, the vibration of all of these numbers can be very powerful when we utilize them for transformation, for going deeper into the connection of our soul. Um, So this being a six year in, in numerology is really about focusing on our health, focusing on, you know, family energy, the, the health within ourselves, the greater health of, of what's happening collectively as we're still in what's called this pandemic. There are things still going on with that. So I think we're really being guided to take really good care of ourselves in every way, not just the physical, but our mental state, our, like what feeds our spirit, our soul, and to really tap into the things that are feeding our soul, that are giving us, you know, energy, that what feeds us rather than strips us away. Because I think it's very important to pay attention to that right now. I also, you know, when I was tuning in, about this year of 2022, I, I wanted to see, besides looking at it from numerology and, and the tarot, I just wanted to tap in. And of course, I'm not going to push my belief on anybody, but if you resonate with this, of course, if not, I think it's, I recommend, you know, tapping in for yourself, what it resonates to for you. For me, when I tuned in, I got harmonic resonance within the heart. So harmonic resonance within the heart. Well, what does that mean? People say, well, I don't know what that means because it's not something you hear on a regular basis. Um, Really, I'll break it down to that. The word harmonic, it's the frequency or a frequency wave of musical harmony. But everything in the universe is musical. It could be, you know, a harmonious sound. It could be a dissonant sound. But there's a musical essence to that wave of energy, that frequency. Oh, see, of by, the heart. I see it as an artist. I see it in, in vibration colors. Everything has a different tonality. Each one of us, we have a different tonality that is not similar to anything. We're so unique in in that way. Everyone has a unique 
tonal frequency of their soul's notes, their, you know, their light codes, your own unique light codes. Absolutely. Um, The word resonance, you know, the Latin word for resonance is resonare. And that is to return to sound or resound. So you have the harmonic, a frequency wave of this musical harmony um, resounding. And then you go to the heart, which is pure love frequency of God. So I see it as if, if I had to, you know, what is the harmonic resonance within the heart, it's resounding the harmonious wave of pure love frequency within the heart, within the God source within our hearts, if that makes any sense. Um, Of course, tap in for yourselves. What is this year representing for you? Besides that, it's a six year in numerology and and, you know, you have the two and the six and the zero and that's fine. Those are all valid. But what is that for you? What does this year hold for you? I think it's a good question for us to ask ourselves. You know, um, I wanted to see if there's anything else um, Yeah, you know, uh, when I get into the part about February, because February is a two month, you know, we're in the one right now, which is the new beginning. Um, One is always, you know, starting the plant seeds. It's a new beginning. You start something new. And for sure, we're in that right now. But as we come into February, um, that too is definitely representing. you know, the, the, the high priestess, the mother, um, you know, the vibration of two is definitely, it can be the feminine force, but it's also partnerships, as I said earlier. I don't think I want to say anything else about the six unless you have any questions about it. Um, Guys, if you have any questions, just please put it in the comments. I have you next to me uh, here so I can read it. And you know, Marianne, uh, something that I do remember in my in my shamanic work and things like that, the number two also means the transformation. Mm. They, um, 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 as figures, they use a lot of the butterfly, and the yeah. butterfly it is the transformation yes. is the number two. If yeah. you put the two in one side and vice yes. versa in the other side, exactly that's the butterfly. Absolutely. So, and uh, and I do see it in in me at least, and I see it in in so a lot of my clients at the same time, that there is a big transformation in this year, already started, and we it just the intentions is everything at the same time, and in the moment you put your intentions as the first of the year, like every year we do, but this time our conscience is amplified, it is different than other years. So that's why I believe there's going to be a lot of transformation, a lot of things also coming uh, in this year because we are different. We're not the same as we no. were before. 
We're rebirthing. It's like Mother Earth is crowning, as they call it, when the baby is coming out of the womb and you begin to see, you know, the baby's head, the crowning. I, I feel like, you know, we really are in that stage of rebirthing. Um, and, you know, when we started the new year just about a week ago, a little more than a week ago, the day after the first, we on the 2nd of um, January, we had a new moon <coughs> come right in with the new year. So it was pretty powerful. Um, it was in Capricorn, which is really about strength and stability and, and, and getting centered and, and really, you know, getting ready to plant a seed and, and, and take the action on it and really manifest it from rightful action and being responsible. Um, so that came in pretty strong. And, and now we're heading into, we're currently in the shadow of Mercury retrograde. Yeah. So it's like we've been having this one thing after the other. <laughs> but I really do feel that it, it's, it's ushering us forward. In a way, like you said, it's very transformative. Mm -hmm. It's really very transformative. But to remember that as we are transforming, to not forget that we are here to embody our soul's light, to not leave ourselves yeah. out of body, but to remember to come back to ourselves and to really step into the power of our soul through embodiment, to anchor into Mother Earth, connect deeply to Mother Earth. And at the same time, not be afraid to ask, what do I want? Because even if we always have the choice to ask ourselves what do we want, we always trying to please other people. And we do what everybody wants from us, except what do we really want from ourselves. Well, right now is the time to ask, what do I want? Without being afraid to actually request what you really want. That's how I see this this year for me. And I, and I believe that how we're reflected, we're mirrors of everybody. In a way, that's what everybody right now in the world is asking themselves starting to lose the fear of thinking in themselves and ask, what do I want? What serves my soul? What does my soul yearn for and desire? Absolutely. It's extremely important that we honor that. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Definitely. I resonate. Yeah. Yes. Shanna says that she feels for her that it's like a, um, it's all started from the scratch just now. Yes, it's the scratches. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, should we talk? Get a, get get into uh, what's going to happen for February. Some of those. Um, I feel there's some profound dates coming up for February. Yes. Uh, that I would like to talk about. And if anybody has any questions, you know, what we just discussed, if it comes back around, then I'm happy to get, to go back over it. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing February, 2022 is definitely a month 
will be a month of profound opportunities that's definitely leading us into transformation and beautiful blessings because of these several um, significant dates that I want to talk about. You know, February 2nd is a 2-2-2022. And it's the 2-2-2 Stargate. It's a triple two Stargate. But it's also, um, if you add it up again from a numerology standpoint, it comes out to an eight. And um, it's potent. It's a powerful energy, the number eight. Um, I'm sorry. No, I please forgive me. Uh, I'm, all, I'm thinking of another. The two twenty to two February 2nd, 2022 is actually a 10, which comes to a one. It's a one. Because you you add, you know, you take the zero off. So it's actually a one, which again is a new beginning. So we're looking at the one, we're looking at the two, and we're looking at the sixth year. Then we go to February 11th, which is, again, it's a 2-11-2022, but that 11, we could also bring it to a two. So it's another 2-2-2022 gateway. Um, and then on the 20th is another two twenty 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 two, which again is a number what comes down to a one. So those first three dates come to a one, which is a new beginning. You have the one, the two, and the six when you look at the year. Now the final date, um, is is February the 22nd, 2022, which is a 2-22-2022. Wow. And that comes out to a 12, which comes down to a 3. It's a universal 3 on that day. Um, and 3 is, uh, is about creativity. You know, it, it can also be seen as mo- mother, maiden, crone, father, son, Holy Spirit, uh, definitely creative energy, uh, abundance of energy, optimism. Um, we'll look at all the vibrations of each number. So the vibration of the one is planting seeds and new beginnings, right? The vibration of two is the feminine force and also can have to do with partnerships and, and like you said, transformation. Uh, the number three is, as I said, creativity, abundance, um, the energy of abundance and optimism. The vibration of the six is, I feel, the embodiment of the heart, you know, the lovers, family, home life. It's all about how are you living in your home? What is it like in your home life? So um, on February the 2nd, and also, we could also look at the the twentieth and, and any of those dates, especially the second of February, is the Aquarius Gateway. I wanted to talk a little bit about this Aquarius Gateway because I've been doing a little bit of research on it, um, looking at astrology, 
um, tapping in and asking spirit for guidance and what came out, um, a combination of what I researched from astrology and then what spirit guided me, you know, is that um, the, the triple two Aquarius gateway on, on February the 2nd is, um, is a portal that gives us the opportunity to um, access the nurturing energies of the divine mother with her nourishing qualities. Because um, if you look at the constellation of Aquarius, Aquarius represents the water carrier, the water bearer. And, you know, who appears above um, what's called Pisces Austrinus is what it's called, and that's known as the southern fish. So Aquarius is pouring water down, right? So it's it's water is being poured from the jar that Aquarius is holding. And if I look at the jar as again the womb, and what's coming out of the womb is water, is nourishment, is cleansing essence, energy, right? So the water is being poured from the jar, which is the womb of Aquarius, into the mouth of the southern fish. And if you look at it, it's the emotions, it's nourishment, it's cleansing, it's abundance, it's fluidity, really reminding ourselves of being cleansed and purified with this, this water, this, this, you know, essence of the feminine energy. Now it doesn't leave out the masculine. The masculine is also part of this. Um, the masculine has a different kind of physical strength, whereas the feminine has the inner strength deeper inside through the intuitive energies. So, our own crystalline light codes, our own unique frequency is really going to be activated. And and it's not like we have to wait for any specific date, but in, in what I've experienced when we have these, you know, portals, be it a equinox or a eclipse or this, this gateway of Aquarius, um, I feel that the energies are a little bit more amplified there's more of an opening and a, and, a, and a flow of energy that comes in because really we don't have to go outside of ourselves to access any of this. It's actually more about going deeper in. The portal is really within us yeah. um, and we can tap into it at any time. But I do feel that um, during these times, with specific gateways, um, we have the ability to tap in and, you know, we're continuing on this ascension journey. It's, it's ongoing. People ask me, when is this going to be over? When is the event going to happen? And it's interesting because everybody keeps saying, you know, they're talking about this event and uh, look, do we know for sure that something could just all of a sudden poof happen? Anything is possible, but, Rather than bringing the focus of when is this going to happen, I feel it's more about that we are in it right now. We are in the ascension 
And it is not about going outside of ourselves. It is about bringing the aspects of our soul's fragments that we've split off from. Because when we, before we incarnate, there's a little bit of a split that happens. We drop down into this dense earthly environment. And it's not so much that we lose our connection to source, to spirit, but we forget it. And so this harmonic resonance within the heart, we're continuing this rebirthing journey of ascension right now, right in this moment. We don't have to wait because we're in it. Um, And it's really about holding the vision, holding that vision for the new earth where our multidimensional heart really starts to, you know, help us navigate us forward through love, through kindness, through compassion, through peace, through harmony, through unity, through creativity. All of these aspects are already, the joy is within us, but sometimes we forget because our fears from the ego mind distract us and and try to pull us away from anything that's new, anything that feels unfamiliar. The ego panics and says, "Uh oh, 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 no, 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 no. I don't want to go there because I don't know what that is. And, And if I don't know what that is, something bad could happen or, you know, what will I do if I can't handle it? But that's our limited part of us. And and again, you know, I want to say something about that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know why? Because it's part of being human. And it's really about can you turn toward that part of you? Maybe invite that fear of your ego and say, you know, I want to know about what you're feeling. Come sit down with me and talk to me about what you're feeling. What, what frightens you? What makes you uncomfortable? Something that I teach a lot to my students about the ego. Because they're like, oh, it's bad. It's, how will we get rid of it? And so forth. It's <laughs> your best friend that you can ever have. If you want to see it in that way. That's how I see it. Yes. It teach me what I have to work. If something is showing up that is creating fear that is making me not move i i ask him okay why you're showing me this why you're making me feel this and that's where you know where you have to work on and it is your best friend actually the ego is the best tool of ascension that we can have i agree with you monica that is beautifully stated because it's the friend that we've denied that we've avoided because we were never taught to honor the shadow, to honor that ego. You cannot live without your ego. When I hear people say, well, ego, you know, just let's just be egoless. It's like, that's impossible. Now, now, the other thing to look at is (laughs) we don't want the ego running the show all the time because it can really interfere with things. But the reason I feel it interferes is because we're not honoring it. We're not welcoming it and accepting it. The moment we start accepting that shadow ego aspect and say, you know, I know you're a part of me 
And I want to honor you, but I need for you to let me do my part. The higher power, you know, the, the, you have that wounded child, that wounded adult that grows up from the wounded child who doesn't know what to do because the fear is in the way. And all the fear really wants, and this is part of the ego and the shadow, is to be loved, to be accepted, to be a part of, you know, I have gifts too. If you didn't know, if you didn't have dark, you wouldn't know light. If you didn't have pain, you wouldn't know the joy. If you didn't go into the fear and go into the anger, how would you know love? Because love, to me, anger is a cry for love. When we're angry, when I hear, oh, anger is a negative emotion. Well, you know, I don't know that I believe in such a thing as negative emotions because all emotions are valid. It's what you do with it. I think we have negative thought forms. Like if you feel fear or anger and you're not giving it a space to express itself, then it can start to get kind of overwhelming like a big monster and it can get in the way. So maybe it's about not buying into that, but at the same time, accept it, honor it give it its space. It just wants a space to be recognized. How I see it, or the image that right now they're showing to me, it is basically it's like having a, a, a friend that is very, very controlling and that is always in fear, that is always demanding. and uh, But you still love that friend a lot. And you have to deal with them, with that person. And you're hearing it. You can listen and be controlled by the person or not. That's your choice. That's right. It is very, very similar. I agree. That's a beautiful way to put it. So it's about, again, it's, it's finding that balance. And we're in a six year. The lovers, you know, you know, there's the masculine, the feminine, there's the shadow, the light, you know, the ego, the spirit. You know, yin yang, you know, look at that symbol. It all has a space, a place that we can give it if we're willing to do that. Don't let, you know, the bratty, stubborn child run the show, but don't throw her out the door either. Because if your inner child knocked at the door, was crying and frightened, are you going to slam the door? No, you're going to open up the door and say, come in, I'm so sorry. What happened? You know, tell me what's happening. Because if we're willing to sit and be our own best friend, you know, I, I always had this issue with, you know, whenever I would get angry as, as a kid, I just, I'm going to make new friends. I don't need those friends. They're not my friends anymore. But that was just the part of me being bratty and childish. And okay, maybe there were moments where some of my friends didn't treat me right. But really that lesson was about, Well, they're not treating you right, but how are you treating yourself? Mm -hmm. Are you honoring yourself? Are you treating your own self and inviting that part of you back in? Maybe they're just a mirror to poke at you and say, hey, what about, you know, are you treating yourself well? Are you taking care of you? Yes, I agree with that, too. 
It is, and and going back for a, something that you said about the ascension, that everybody's waiting for something outside of themselves to to happen. They haven't realized that it's, it is really inside of them. The ascension, it is within. It's never going to, it's going to be showing without when you would do the work within. Yeah. And we are our saviors. We are the ones, yes, we are waiting for the ETs that come down and have a <laughs> coffee with us and that will be awesome. And that is going to happen. I'm not denying that. It's not going to happen this week. No. But those are aspects of ourselves, just to remind us who we are. We are the galactics who chose a human earthly existence. When we take off the Earth suit, we probably look like this guy right back here. <laughs> you know, it, it, it could be, you know, or something like that. And how in the way are, everybody has should ask at the same time, am I ready for that? How much I am ready for that? When I'm teaching channeling, is like, okay, why well, can't see it? It's like, okay, let's say the one that everybody's comfortable with, it is Archangel Michael. Okay, how about is right now Archangel Michael just show up? Oh, I will faint. Exactly. That's why you can see them because part of it is you have to bring down your fears. You have to do the inner work first. You have to learn how to raise your vibration. You have to learn how to love unconditionally and understand that we're all one or else they're not going to show up. If you want actually that ascension that everybody's waiting for, you yes. have to do the inner work. First. Right, and we're in it. This is the ascension. It's again, I said it earlier, we are not going outside of ourselves to any physical place. We are, you know, it's like, going in and down into up. Yes. You know, to really ascend is to go in and go down. Yes. You know, we are on Mother Earth. We chose to be here. Yes, it's not always pleasant. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy down here. There's a lot of density and chaos and distortions, but that's part of... I like to call it the contrast. And it kind of goes back to earlier about, you know, shadow and light, mm -hmm. ego and, and soul or spirit. You know, we need the contrast for growth. I'm learning more and more that, and I, I'm not saying I want to be <coughs> caught up in the story of, of, of the dark all the time. But without that contrast... You can't really grow in the same way. And it doesn't mean that all growth has to come from pain. We can grow from joy too. But in order to know that both joy and pain only know each other through each other. So, yeah. But not at the same rate. You grow yeah. more from pain than from successes. Those yeah. who but we, we will remember the pain. <laughs> yes, was, that's they, right. No, I agree. I mean, I get a lot of arguments from people. Some of my friends, we have arguments that, well, does it, it doesn't always have to be so hard and difficult. You could just transmute that. And I'm like, you know what? I have a different take on That's another show on transmutation. It, you, you know, poof, be gone. It, your, your wounds don't disappear. Your grief never dies. 
It's always going to be with you. It's really more about how can I navigate? There's grief here. There's wounding here. There's trauma here. How can I, you know, it's not, you can't go and erase it and say, oh, wait, I, I don't want that. I'll just, I'll just erase it or I'll transmute it away. You can't. It's not what it's meant to be. Don't let it control you. Don't let it define you, but honor it. Again, it's like honoring that shadow. You know, you are a part of me. That pain is what helped me to know the joy. You can't know it without, you can't, it's not possible. And also at the same time, that pain will show you where you are at and where you have to work on. If you do not have that pain or you do not feel that pain or see that pain, that's why pain is for. When yeah. we have a headache or we have something, any pain in our bodies, our body is telling us that there is a problem in there that we have to check out or... Attention to. It's like the pain. My yoga teacher, God bless her, she's turning 82 this year. She still teaches. She would have us do an exercise where we would go inside and wait to see what shows up. If pain showed up, pain would say, I'm in pain. I'm hurting. Please pay attention to me. You've been dragging yourself around and, you know, here it is. Your back is really in physical pain and you're just like, oh, I'll just, you know, whatever, never mind. I'll take an Advil or I'll go walking or something, which is fine, but it's not really how it works. Your pain is is a messenger to tell you something's going on here. You please pay attention to me. I'm hurting because the physical manifestation is the last thing to happen. There's a much deeper emotional pain or a mental pain or even a soul pain that wants your attention. Are you willing to give it that attention? It is funny that you say that. It just came to mind right now uh, that we live in right now in an epidemic of opiates where people are looking for pain medications and so forth. And it's an epidemic worldwide. It's not only in the United States. It's worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why? Because they're, they're trying to mask exactly the pain. Let me get more distractions. Let me get more apps. Let me get more social media. Let me get something outside of myself that it can distract me for what I have to actually really work. If everybody can take something from tonight, well, there's a lot of things that they can take because, gosh, the message are being amazing. But something else that they can take, it is if you feel a pain or something that's making you uncomfortable, just ask yourself why I'm feeling this, why this pain is showing up. And that can... What are you here to teach me? What, do I, what am I not seeing? And... And another thing I want to mention, nobody can walk our journeys for us. It's what our souls came here for. But here's what I've come to realize. I've done a lot of work with, with groups, uh, both leading the group and both as a participant receiving. We're not meant to go through the pain alone all the time. There will be times where no one can walk with us, but there could be people on the sideline, just know, okay, I'm here. I can't step onto your path, but I want you to know I'm right here, you know, and, and not to be afraid to reach out and say, 
I know you can't walk this for me, but I don't, I'm really scared or I'm in a lot of pain and I don't know what to do. Just, you know, can, can I just vent and can you just be here and witness me? Because being witnessed is very powerful. Even if a person doesn't say a word, but just sits there so you don't have to feel so alone. Because we're not alone, but we are human. You know, to be human, our souls crave and yearn for connection. We want to connect. We are a species of connection. We can't do it all by ourselves. We're not meant to know it all by ourselves or do it all by ourselves. No, it's true. Nobody could walk the path for us. But when you're, you know, there have been times, you know, I'm down on my knees here and I can't get up. I really need a lifeline, even if it's just somebody on the phone to just hear me rant and scream. And I've done it. I've had friends pull your phone away from the ear because I from your ear because I'm going to scream really loud and I just don't want to be alone. <laughs> and I've done that. I I totally I've done it and it's helped because I didn't have to feel like I'm I can do this and I know I'm strong enough to do it. That's not the point. There's there's a nurturing, a loving, compassionate energy that comes in. When I could look to myself and say, wow, this is really scary and it really hurts and I'm really frightened and I just don't want to be alone in it right now. There are times I can I say this is scary. And I don't like it, but I know I can do this and I'm okay being by myself. That's fine. That's totally fine. I, this actually hit home <laughs> uh, uh, right now uh, because it is true. It is true. It is very important as humans. We're social beings and we're always looking for love and acceptance. And that's part of being human, being, being having this experience. And when we deny that, because fear of being judged, fear of being rejected, fear of whatever, or seeing oh, how dramatic you are, whatever, that's when you close down. And it is important because we're all looking for that. And that is being vulnerable. It yes. is, it is. Vulnerability uh, is strength. When I hear people say, I have a friend and I, 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 many times I finally just screamed at her. She's like, well, just be strong. Cause I would start to cry. No, no. And I'm like, excuse me. It's okay. If you can't handle this, then, then I'll leave and I'll go and be by myself in the park or I'll go be with someone who, because to me, shedding tears and being in my vulnerability is the greatest strength. When you can sit with that, and let yourself be a mess on the ground in a puddle of tears. Oh, my God. When you stand up from that, yeah. it's like you're the sword of Archangel Michael. Nothing can get in your way. You, you feel it. You, you, you have, it's like you just birthed out of your pain something so powerful. But if we don't let ourselves go there and we listen to the person say, oh, no, no, you're, you're you know, you're, you're being very weak right now. Oh, my God. No, this is not weakness. This is a sign of strength. But everybody's going to take it, you know, their own way. And, and it's no judgment on anyone. But when I'm in that moment, I'm going to let myself be vulnerable. And that is my strength. Vulnerability is my strength. And that's just programs that programs tell us that if we show our true emotions and more to the females. Uh, if we show our true emotions, we are not 
capable of actually moving in this timeline. And that is part of the program that actually keeps us stuck and hooked to the same program. Mm. And that's where our liberation, where we start showing up vulnerability. That doesn't make us weak. No. Not to even to amend. I see him crying is not vulnerability. The vulnerability is the strength that they can show. And that is important. Absolutely. You know, all of our feelings need expression and all of our feelings are valid. There has to be a balance. If you're constantly crying and there's no joy, no laughter, no fun, then you know, okay, I've swung too far to the side and I'm drowning. Now I need a life raft. Get me out of here because and that's when I take myself and say, I've learned this is a great exercise because I would think, well, how do I know I'm tapping into the wound deep enough? How do I know I'm not escaping it? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't heal it all in one time. You could say, all right, I've been crying here now for two days and I've had no relief. I'm not forgetting about that there's emotional stuff going on here. I'm not forgetting or denying that there still could be some wounding, but I need to come up for air. So I haven't forgotten about you. Enough of the layers have come up for now. I'm sure there are more, but I'm going to take a little vacation from you and go take myself out for ice cream or or a day in the park or shopping with a friend. And then when it's time, if, if need be, I'll revisit. And sometimes when I do that, it's gone. It's like, okay, I got through that. Then there'll be another time where, okay, here comes that rearing its, you know, ugly, scary head. It shows up and I say, all right, you're, you're still needing something from me here. So I'll pay attention. You could always ask, you know, it, we don't trust ourselves. If we could stop and say, it, what, what is it that you need from me? Is there something I'm not paying attention to? Is there something that I'm not seeing here? What is it that I can do to help? Yes. And you, you can never go wrong with that. Even if you can't get to it in that moment, the fact that you're willing to stop and acknowledge that, okay, there's something going on here. I may not be able to get to it today because I just don't have the energy anymore to shed another tear or I'm going to pass out. It's okay. You know, it'll, we can come back around to it. Something that you mentioned earlier uh, when you were uh, given the what was going on in the G or what you saw in, when, in January about the original tone that you mentioned that I was going to, I didn't know I wanted to interrupt you then, but it is, I believe it is important that we uh, talk a little bit more about that. About what, say that again, <laughs> I, I missed what you said about January. The original tone of every single human being. Oh, your own unique. Yes. Yeah. But well, then, yeah, I believe, and, and I've, I've had this conversation with others, a lot of sound healers, we each have our own unique, what I call sonic signature, our own soul's vibrational harmonic. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to, and, and now, by the way, it does not have to always come out in a sound. It could come out in the form of art, of painting. 
It could come out in the form of movement. It could come out in any way that you like to express yourself. Your creative essence being expressed of from your unique soul signature, your own unique harmonic. And all you have to do is ask. I'd like to I'd like to tap in to my unique frequency, my unique harmonic and express it in some way. How can I do that? I think before you go to sleep at night is a good time to ask, say, in my dream state, can you guide me? Even if you don't remember a dream, let's say maybe there's something you are astral traveling, you go to a healing temple on another constellation or in another dimension somewhere and say, oh, I want to tap into um, that frequency because sometimes I'm, I'm having a hard time in the denser, free, you know, the denser energies here on the earth plane. We can't always tap into it. It's not as easy. It's not impossible. Of course we can, but sometimes it's better or, or in an easier sense to, before I go to sleep at night and say, I would really like to go to the healing temples and tap into my own unique frequency, my own unique tone, whatever way you want to word it. There's no wrong. They're saying there's no wrong way. The intention is really what creates. So, and then see as time, you know, if you do that every night, see what, what gets birthed out of that. You can hear it and feel it and sense it, and your body vibrates when you are in your original tone. You can hear that. Yes, sound. you can feel it. I I think for I me, even though it. we we hear it, it's a feeling. I would like to. I don't know if we have time. Um, maybe offer a transmission in the language of light or prayer or something. Um, if 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 well, we have time, it is. It is going to be uh, eight o'clock. For the ones they uh, they wanted to listen to it, they can welcome to stay. In the ones they don't, because we started late, okay. <laughs> so we can go over a little bit. Yes. Okay. All right. So I want to just tap in and see what likes to come through. Um, being that we're talking about our own unique tonal frequency, I'm getting that this. Frequency that's not only coming to me and through me, it's coming from me. So, yes, it's coming in. It's coming through all of us, actually. Just because I'm giving the transmission doesn't mean that you're not part of it because your own unique frequency will be activated. And it's not so much that I'm activating you. It's that you're here in the witnessing and tapping in. So they're telling me, There's a lot of galactic and angelics. I feel a lot of um, Venusian energy, a lot of the love frequency, um, which has a lot to do, again, with that six of, of the love, you know, uh, some Lemurian. I also feel a lot of the Amazon Creatures of the Amazon, for some reason, I, I maybe it's connecting from you, Monica. I feel like it's something to do with you. Um, but they want to come in, and what they're saying, this transmission is going to help you to access 
your own tonal frequencies. You don't need it. You can do it without it, but it's a gift. So you might as well just receive it if you choose to. Nobody, there's no have tos, by the way. Take what resonates, let the rest go, but we're offering it to help you know that not only are you not alone in this great universe on Mother Earth, but you have so many wonderful, unique abilities and gifts that really want to shine in the world, that really want to be expressed in the world. And don't forget who you are. So with that, I'm just going to let the frequencies flow to me, through me, and from me. And all you have to do is receive it if you choose. Era sundi era shinia kasinia. Era nisi a mia shundi era yasikasuri tiata lushimi. Meshkatorisimi nishisaravosoturi ishkasanatoto ishinaisakata. Arakososi jiazisam ur vashemajika saijan tariasusi. Ansur vashenia salaishinanasusi sisisi karashanai. Kasur vanasaloi shamakaturi. Abishea, 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 aikoshe majea yi. En surva sukotur ia makotokush alal. Akusun viadashi miasasur. Kasurave shaitan. Ekoson daria nishamaya open your hearts. Mirakashana saira nashekata. Your hearts are so full, so full of wisdom. Karumashanaya kosarava sonderia. So much you have to share in this world. Andiari samakosha coming from other worlds, coming from other dimensions of when you lived in other lifetimes, on other constellations, and even in other galaxies. Anvushimia nasutar. Kumasar vo nijara yikanozura vandui i enjuri anazara vashemozi akusa ul kashemadar iakachendiara subeshi sai i onderi ashemyara osukosereya and breathe. Sherry Anna Sukoshemiyan.
Nezorova cum arvia nangeria nosonodara lauca. Urgarvai ea modon ere iscara undar umaina mushamaia. Halovaro si miro nivaro sum. Avero ti. Aluaina, andur ia manjar anvan ur casea, hisht al amejen i casandur va nashkatar ur kaskis kaskuskasind, ashkant ins ansut itsat suriva, shuntara kasund ur vatan kushtia lashem ya, ekoshinya anzorva at ur. Gashel asund vat ashkas anuatia ya meshkatona aloaira endianan arava 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 eshkatar. Amen. And breathe. Feel yourself anchored to Mother Earth. Really feel your heart and your pelvis connecting to the roots of Mother Gaia. And let that energy of the rootedness come through you and bringing it up and opening to the flow and the rhythms of the bird tribe, of the angels, so that you are rooted and anchored into the earthly realms, but that you have that connection to the winged ones, to the essence and the flow of Mother, Father, God, creator of the cosmos, that you are the vessel, you are the bridge of earth and cosmos flowing to you, through you, and expanding out and spiraling around, cleansing your energy field. You have a self-cleaning energy field. If you affirm that every day in the morning and at night, I have a self-cleaning energy field. I release anything that is not mine. And I call back my energy that I may have left elsewhere, that it be purified, cleansed, and returned to me fully restored. Endur Arya Atsua Ikator. And so it is. Blessed be. Make sure you drink plenty of water because this frequency, it'll still keep working. Thank you, Marian. That was beautiful. I, I felt it in my heart. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Monica. Thank you for your beautiful light, for this beautiful platform that you give us to have a voice. Um, please support Monica, you know, send her love and prayers. And I don't know if you're teaching anything or offering sessions, but, you know, 
you're a beautiful bright light to assist others and we could all use that yes my guides uh show me a new class that we're gonna have it is about painting uh your guides ah nice and uh, i'm gonna be teaching basically the channeling but the guides because everybody see them but they don't know how to express them in in ah. in a canvas or in a paper and uh and that's what i want to teach the people how Beautiful. to do the two of my passions wonderful yes color and shape and frequency and being able to put that on to something so that our human eyes can see it and feel it it's, it's always nice and it's different codes at the same time the light codes and so forth right. and that and our eyes starting to see and observe different that's something that i learned when i start painting and now everything that we observe, we remove the judgment because we're just observing the lights, the forms, the shadows without being ugly, pretty or whatever. That's the judgment. Right. We remove it. That's, uh, and that is important. I believe that in this time to remove the, uh, to remove the judgment. Beautiful. Yeah, because we have to get out of our own way and let our own soul codes be expressed through us and have that outlet. And you're giving everybody a beautiful opportunity to, uh, to express that in whatever way comes out for them. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Marianne. And hopefully we'll repeat this very soon. Oh, sure. I mean, we'll see. Maybe in February I could come back in on one of those dates and uh, we could see what comes out if you want. Um, also, I am going to be I'm putting together material right now um, for a class on star seeds. Um, I'm waiting for some more guidance. That's why it's been taking me a little long to put it all together. Plus, I, you know, again, it's always in divine time. You know, I can get an idea and think, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's not the time yet. But um, they're giving me more information every day, which tells me that it's getting there. So it, it, I, I get the sense intuitively it's not going to be much longer. So I will be putting that out and I'll, I'll let everybody know about it. It's exciting. Um, you know, remember that part of this ascension journey, we have gifts and unique abilities that are in our DNA, in our cellular memory of our soul's records that come from other times that want to be expressed in this time. And they, and what I get from that is they're not going to come through in the way they did back then. It's not so much what you did then. What can you do with it now in this time? Even though, again, time is an illusion, but where we are in the moment, how can I bring my creative soul with my gifts into this now moment? What does that look like and feel like? Because we're being given that opportunity and I think it's great. I think it's exciting. It, it, it almost, it, you know, I feel like a child, you know, in, in, in that playful mode of like, oh, this is exciting. Because even if I did this in another lifetime, thousands of years ago, in an advanced civilization where I was, what's it going to feel like now in this life? Because we, you know, past, present, future is all connected, but there's always an opportunity. There's something 
that's rooted in the past that's important. But we're not going to utilize it the way we did then. So we take the roots of the ancients because ancients hold roots. Without the ancients, we would have no roots. We would be just kind of floating around. That's why it's important. But we're now in a new time. We're in a new beginning. So maybe I can take some of that ancient way and and bring it into the new golden age of now and somehow birth something new out of it and see what is that going to look like. And I think, you know, it, it's a good it's a good way to ask. Ask your ancient soul. Ask your, your ancestors. I have these gifts, but what can I do with them? Show me. Yes. And that's a great adventure to make you feel alive. Just how I'm going to express this different that I did in the past. Yeah. New is being birthed, you know, and, and we are in a time of, of a new beginning. Yes. So. Thank you, Monica. I love you. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Everyone, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And for those watching later, please, you know, you know, share the link. There's a replay. Um, I just want to thank each of you for supporting and, and, uh, and shining your light in such a beautiful way. Don't forget who you are. Remember that your soul chose to be here on this mission as a collective group, as a collective family of light that we are. We, we showed up here together for a reason. And I want to honor and, and, and say many bright blessings to each of you. So thank you. Mwah. I love you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.